Em, can you believe we are in our third season of Interview Boss? Not really. It's crazy. But that means there are over 90 episodes we've made. (gasps) Oh my God. Scrolling through all of our episode titles, you might miss an episode that actually is exactly what you're looking for. Yes, we get so many messages of people asking us to do an episode on something and we're like, we already have. So we've put together playlists to help you find the episodes that are best suited to you. If you're applying for jobs, we have episodes about resumes, cover letters and job ads. If you've been offered your dream job, we have episodes on resigning, exit interviews and how to impress at your new company. Yes, and we even have a playlist for if you have an interview like tomorrow and you need just our most recommended episodes, just the ones you really need between now and then. Exactly. It is all there for you. You can browse by category. Check out the playlist at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash podcast. Honestly, when I was younger, I, I didn't love school. I loved playing sport. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Interview Boss. My name's Sarah and I've teamed up with my sister to give you advice, inspiration and support when you're looking for a new job. I'm a HR and recruitment professional and together we're excited to give you guys all the tips, tricks and behind the scenes knowledge to help you in your career. It's so weird to do Emma's introduction, but yes, you guessed it. I'm solo in today's episode as poor Em has completely worn herself out with a new job and still doing uni at the same time and she's sick. So send her good vibes at home, everyone. But jumping into our shoot your shot shout out for this week, it goes to our listener Renee, who is a nurse. And obviously at the moment, that is a really tough job. She recently had a one-on-one with me to prepare for an internal promotion she was going for, stepping up to basically manage her area. She reached out this week to let us know she was formally offered the role. Renee is such an incredible person who cares so much about her work and her patients, but she struggled to talk about herself and sell herself. Um, So she's been working up to this role for ages and we're really, really excited for her. So congratulations, Renee. Shout out to you this week. So on this week's episode, we heard from you guys that you want to hear from other people just like you, which is why we bring you career stories. So we think that even if you're in a completely different area, stage of your life, different country, um, there's still a lot that you can learn by listening to how someone else has gotten to where they are in their career and how they've made their decisions. Um, So this week, we're here with Chris, who's a qualified physiotherapist And more importantly, about to officially join the Smith family because he is engaged to our other sister. So welcome, Chris. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Hi, Sarah. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to to being here and spending some time to have a chat. I hear you're a huge fan of the podcast too. You've listened to a couple of episodes. Is that right? I have. I have. It's uh, (laughs) fantastic. Gives me lots of little tips and uh, tricks to keep me on my toes. So uh, thanks for all the advice. Awesome. So let's kick it off. Um, as a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up, growing up in, in Griffith? Yes, uh, yes. So originally from Griffith, growing up out in uh, regional New South Wales, um, I was probably quite lucky that when I was younger, I always knew what I wanted to be, and that was a physiotherapist. Ah, and... You're one of those annoying people who always had the childhood dream. Um, yeah, so I was quite lucky, obviously, um, knowing that I wanted to do physio and um, and I suppose, you know, as many physios probably say that they had a really big interest in playing sport when they were younger and I, mm. I did indeed. And um, What were your sports? And, you know, when 
uh, mostly soccer, but I really loved any sport. So um, whatever got me outside was always fantastic. And I remember being a kid and, and having, you know, niggles or injuries from sport and I would mm. beg my mum to take me down to the physio <laughs> and she was like, no, 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 <laughs> knowing how expensive it could be. But um, yeah, it's definitely something that I've always wanted to do. And I do remember being a kid when I was about uh, 15 years old and I actually had an interview at Bunnings and they asked me what I wanted to do when I was older and I actually told them that I wanted to be a physio and I now later realise why I didn't get the job. Bunnings were like, uh, you're meant to lie. <laughs> exactly. So I've definitely learned a lot of things uh, as time's gone on and, and your, your podcast obviously helps with that. You're still, still a bit cut about Bunnings not, um, not giving you a shot back then? That's right. Couldn't nail the job Shout at Bunnings, Bunnings, but look, persistence and, I, and I've you know, moved on and gone on to better things, I'd say. <laughs> awesome. So I guess, um, you know, choosing all your kind of high school subjects and choosing what to, to go into in uni, that was all really set knowing that physio was your thing. So I'm assuming you kind of did science subjects and bio and things like that. that that's what one would assume, Sarah, but um, <laughs> this is not actually how it went down. Um <laughs> At school, you know, and I, honestly, when I was younger, I, I didn't love school. I loved playing sport. Um, you know, doing study wasn't, wasn't my priority at that time, particularly mm. probably in my early teens. But when as I got older, I decided um, that I didn't want to do a trade and, and, I, and I really wanted to do physio. So that's when I really decided to, to kick my bum into gear and mm. to, to study hard and and try to get the results to get into physio. So when did that kind of happen? Was that like year 11, 12, like right at the end, thinking, oh, shit, I better get these marks up? <laughs> I did probably didn't quite leave it that late. I think it was uh, in, in year 10 when we were sort of picking our, uh, our yeah. final subject. Yeah, so that's when I, I decided that I really need to start to work much harder, otherwise this goal's not going to be a reality. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. And um, how did you find your degree when you actually got there? Was it what you wanted it to be? Was it a shock? Was it easy? Uh, it was definitely challenging. Um, you know, lots of science, as, mm. as you would expect, you know, anatomy, biology, chemistry, but, and, and particularly chemistry and um, physics, they're not subjects that I enjoyed at school, but mm. you know, I later found that studying them at uni, when I was actually motivated to learn, that I, I actually quite enjoyed them. So that was When it's that was relevant I, to what you're relevant to what you're actually going to practice in the future yeah exactly so but apart from that um yeah like I said the degree was was quite challenging but I found that I had that interest and that desire to learn the topics and that made it much easier and mm. and you know apart from that moving to the south coast of New South Wales which is such a beautiful spot and where I still live now um it's the just big been smoke incredible the big- yeah, the big smoke and, 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 and meeting your sister. So Yeah, that's right. Very, you, you very met, blessed with you, that. You met in um in a class at uni, right? Weren't you lab partners? That's right. So we were chemistry <laughs> lab partners in Chem one oh one and um she thinks that it was fate but I had, had scoped her out and, and I wanted to sit next to her, so that's that's how it, it went down and and the rest is history, so I suppose. So a bit of a common theme in your life so far is that nothing happens by accident. <laughs> you can put it that It's way, all part absolutely. of the plan. <laughs> it's all part of the plan. That's right. Love it. Um, and so how long was your degree? Were you three, four years? Did you have to do postgrad? 
Yep, so I did a total of five years study. So I did a, a three-year degree in exercise science. That was mm -hmm. an undergraduate, and I did that at Wollongong. Um, and then I followed that up by a master's in physiotherapy, and I did that at UTS in Sydney. Mm -hmm. So when I uh, was accepted into, into Wollongong, I knew that I was going to have to go the long route to get into yeah. physio, and that was always sort of the plan as the marks were, were quite high to get into physiotherapy straight out of school. Yeah, so you've got those two options, like either the direct route or the, the master's route. Um, five years of study is a lot. <laughs> five years total, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was challenging, yeah. but it's all worth it in the end and eventually it just becomes such a small part of your life. Yeah, true. So graduating, that is always the most stressful time, I think. I always say that that first job after you leave uni is always the hardest one to get. Um, and it's the most stressful because you don't know where you're going to get the job. You kind of, you're kind of going to accept anything normally. Um, so you're going to move, you know, your whole life is in up in the air. What was that process like, um, you know, applying at the end with this whole other cohort of people also trying to get in as well? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, like you said, it can be Daunting, it can be very challenging, but um, as we touched on before, things don't always happen for accident. You, mm. know, you can you can make mm. things uh, make things happen out of nothing if you put the right steps in place. And obviously, this isn't always realistic, but if you have all your ducks in a row, you can mm. give yourself the best opportunity mm. to 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 get the right job or get a job. Um, so that's something that I I worked towards in in the few years before I graduated and. I put myself out there and I did some um, free observation work for physiotherapy ah. um, practices around my area. Bit of networking. So that was obviously a really yeah, a bit of networking. Obviously, a really good way that I could allow people uh, or physiotherapists, for that matter, um, get to know me. Mm. Um, and mm. in addition to this, I actually did some um, sports coverage work. So that's where we actually look after sporting teams within the community and do mm. some strapping and some mm. some massage and some uh, injury management so that was a really good way that I could get myself into the career and, and get, some like I said, um, get some skills get some skills and, mm. and do a little bit of networking so um, that worked out really well and um, that's I think one of my biggest pieces of advice you know while you're at uni I mean Emma's just done it with her radio gig that she's landed if you can have a casual job or a part-time job while you're studying I mean, you know, the money always helps as well to support yourself um, in an area or at least that's somehow related to those skills. You're so much better prepared when you actually graduate compared to someone who just has the degree. You've got some hands-on skills at least, you know, and you've got some sporting teams that you've worked with in the local area, people that can recommend you, refer you, that kind of thing, some references. Um, so, yeah, it's a great way to do it. Um, if someone out there's listening um, is thinking that they want to be a physio, but they're maybe not as sure as you were, um, how would they know that it's right for them? What do you, what do you think is um, the kind of person who would really love to be a physio? I think someone um, that generally enjoys being around people. I think that's mm -hmm. really important because at the end of the day, when you do start the career, you're you're constantly surrounded by people. That that's what your job is. It's interacting with people and interacting with clients. Mm -hmm. So. Maybe if, if you don't enjoy being around people, sometimes you, you might enjoy just your own time or working at a desk and <laughs> then physio may not be the right option. But, but I have to admit that physio has a lot to offer because there's, there's many different disciplines that you can work mm -hmm. in. So often people just think that, you know, we're sports physios and we look after sporting teams, but you can also go down other pathways and work with people with neurological disorders or work with people 
that have cardiorespiratory issues or even with people with disabilities. So there's plenty mm. of different options once you get into the field. I think that's yeah. one of the great things. My housemate's actually um, a pelvic physio um, and specialises in that area. So, yeah, really niche, but something that you can that you can really narrow down if that's what you're interested in. Yeah, cool. Um, what's the what's the best part and what's the worst part about being a physio? Um, oh, there's there's definitely many things that I love about my job, and and probably one is that it's constantly challenging and and it keeps my mind working and mm. requ- requires me to problem solve on a daily basis, and no two days are ever really the same. So I think that that's that's such an exciting thing to mm. to have day to day and and to be constantly learning. I think that's really really important, and that keeps me motivated and driven. Um, but in addition part. to that, I definitely enjoy. <laughs> what's that? Sorry. What's the worst part? I was going to say. What's the, what's the bad parts? Oh, the worst part is probably clients who don't do their exercises. Uh, who don't do their exercises. like me. Oh, that's that's like a, that's a given. <laughs> clients are always un- are not going to do their exercises. Just to, just assume that they haven't done their exercises. <laughs> so you say it, but you know we're not going to do it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so probably the worst part would probably be the, the demands of the job. It can be quite demanding. So mm. there's there's note taking that you have to do as part of your, your job mm. so you can keep a record of all the things that have taken place. Um, so that's probably the downside, you know, finding the, the time to do that. The admin. the admin. So that's a little bit boring but it's just part mm. and parcel of the job. Mm. Yeah, yeah, cool. But definitely one of the most rewarding things about the job is is getting to know your clients and and getting to know them as you know as a person and even getting to know their families you find that you treat one person and then you start to treat their mother their ah. brother and their sister and that's really rewarding because you you really become a part of you know the community around you and and I suppose that's possible through the interactions mm. with your clients do you have a favorite client you don't have to say their name but like are there is there one that you really like there's definitely favorites <laughs> you would have um, like yes they're coming back Oh, that's inevitable that, you know, there's favourites. But ultimately, they're just, they're just really good people and, and people that care about your lives as well as you care, care about theirs. So Have a bit of a chat Sorry, while yeah, you're there. It's just really have nice to build those relationships. There. Yeah, absolutely. That's just that's part of what we do. Yeah, cool. Um, so since you started as a grad, you've progressed pretty quickly in terms of, you know, responsibility level. Um, how did you do that? Uh, I think ultimately, uh, just just looking at the bigger picture. So you know, where did I want to see my career go, and where would I like my career to progress to? So, mm. uh, similar to listening to interview boss, I've listened to many other podcasts and read many self help self help books, mm. finance books, career mm. mindset, all those sorts of things, and picked up so many gems along the way. And this has really helped, you know, and helped me get towards where I want to be. And um, I suppose. You know, things like doing the fundamentals of your job well are, are mm. really important, but there's so many other little things that you can do, you know, to help progress your career, whether it's, um, you know, trying to grow the business or, you know, making your boss's life so much easier by, you know, working on other tasks. So mm. uh, I suppose those little gems have really helped me to, to get to where I want to be. So how, in terms of growing the business, do you kind of personally go out of your way to ask people for referrals and things like that too, rather than kind of sitting back and waiting for them to do it? Correct. Absolutely. Mm. So that's very important, particularly um, starting out as a physio. No one knows who you are, so mm. you need to make yourself known and make yourself seen amongst the community. So that's something that that I've done. And get some I fridge magnets really or helpful. something. Yeah, some fridge mag- <laughs> magnets. They probably wouldn't be the best looking fridge mag- magnets I've seen. 
but um, probably I suppose knowing your worth as well is really important to progressing mm. and having the courage to to uncover that with your with your boss or with your management. Mm. Yeah, once you've put in that extra work, right, of actually you know stepping up and asking for that. Um, yeah, I always think my biggest piece of advice to people who want to progress is you've got to do a hundred and ten percent in your current job before you're going to get put up more responsibility. Um, you know, you, you can't be just doing the bare minimum of what's expected of you and then go, I want more money, more responsibility, you know, better kind of, um, you know, management experience, that kind of thing. Um, you have to be outperforming in what you're currently doing first. So, yeah, definitely agree with that. So what would be your piece of advice um, to new grads starting out in physio? Maybe they're in, you know, studying at the moment or in their first year out. Um, I think that if, or if possible, you know, any job is better than no job. But mm. you know, if you, mm. you know, you have a, an option of jobs available, I think that, you know, looking to where you're going to gain the best knowledge and gain the best skills. So mm. worrying more about the education and whether it's, um, you know, a business that's going to provide you with some mentoring time or, yeah. or they do regular information and education sessions. I think that that's really important. So not you know, not, it's not about the money initially, just worry about, you know, becoming the best therapist that you can. Mm. And then the, you can get the money later, right? Because if you don't have the education first, yeah, you can't kind of cash in on that later. Um, cool. So where to next? What's the dream? Is it, you know, Chris, Chris's own um, physio practice? Chris and Co. Chris and Co. <laughs> Chris, Chris and Annie. No, but you can Chris do and physio Annie. and Chris X-ray. And Co. Yeah. And X-ray. yeah, that's right. Um, so yeah, ultimately, I'd love to be a business owner. Um, mm. I've always been a natural leader, and that probably probably came through my sporting experiences when I was younger. But uh, I love you know I love the idea of managing a team, and I care mm. about you know the staff around me and and the people around me, and and like I said, the direction of of the business and. I feel this is something that I can really develop into and whether that's something I do on my own or, or with someone else, it's yet to be determined. But I'm definitely happy to, to bide my time at the moment and ensure that, that I'm ready to, to take that step. So yeah, awesome. uh, that's, that's definitely yeah. where I'm looking to Nothing go. Nothing happens by accident. Uh, that's the master plan. That's right. That's plan. But hopefully in the next few years, I'd love to um, go to either the Commonwealth Games or the Olympic Games and, oh. and I think that'd be an amazing experience. So Yeah, that's awesome. Um, cool. So what's one final piece of advice for our listeners? Could be anything job search related, you know, your favorite self-help book or kind of motivation success book that you've picked up. What are you going to leave everyone with? Mm. It's quite um, quite interesting that you ask. Probably my, my um, biggest piece of advice at the moment would uh, be based on our current experience with Annie and I, <laughs> you know, getting married is that to get... <laughs> You, you don't quite realise how expensive it is until you actually do it. So, <laughs> so maybe eloping save, is the right option. Save your pennies. <laughs> don't have a big family. Save your pennies. Don't have a big family. Don't have a big family. As you know, you, you guys have a massive family and I've got a, a large Italian family. So we're uh, stuck between a rock and a hard place right now. But but it's all good. It'll all be worth it. Yeah, that's right. I I think that everyone can, anyone who's in that same situation can definitely relate, I'm sure, of the expenses of that. So what about a piece of uh, non-wedding related advice um, for our listeners? Probably just to touch on uh, what I mentioned before, I think knowing your worth is is really important and 
that if you work really hard and you perform, if you perform really well, I think you need to make it known and, and the opportunities may be endless from there. So, Love that. Boom. It's so hard to have those conversations though. Like have you found that difficult, you know, when you're thinking, oh, shit, am I even that good? Like do I really deserve to be asking for more responsibility, more money, those kinds of things? I think the the, the right vibes need to be there. I think you need to, to have those feelings that, it's warranted. Um, otherwise, you may mm. get kicked back. But um, if you're excelling or if you're doing really well, I think you know you need to to attack that opportunity. Get the results first, and then ask. Yeah, absolutely. So there was some awesome pearls of wisdom from Chris there. So Chris, where can our listeners find you? Give a, give a plug. <laughs> no worries at all. Um, so our company's name is. U Physiotherapy and Clinical Pilates, and that's U with the letter U. Uh, so you can find us on Facebook or Instagram, or you can just Google search our website, so U Physio. Awesome, in the south coast in Australia. That's right. So we're uh, located in Wollongong, and we've got two practices. Cool. So come and see Chris, for real. If you're that you know that kid playing sport and you've got, you're begging your mum to take you to the physio, go and see Chris. Beautiful. <laughs> Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, hit us up, guys, if you want to hear a career story from someone in your particular industry talking about you know, their advice for success, how they went through uni, um, how they knew that the role was right for them as well. Um, and thank you to Chris for jumping on um, as our special guest this week. See you, Chris. Thanks so much, Sarah. Thanks so much for listening to Interview Boss. If you like hearing the sound of our voices, hit that follow button in Apple or on Spotify, or better yet, tell someone about the show. That's how we hit the charts and how we can help even more people. For more advice, inspiration, and a supportive community, check us out on Instagram at interviewboss. We've been your job search besties and helped you in some way. There's a cool way you can support the show. Shout us a virtual coffee. We get a huge kick out of reading all of your success stories. Head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash interview boss and shout us a cuppa. If you keep us caffeinated, we can keep the content coming. <laughs>